0: More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, New Edmonton order, Matthias uh, Ekholm, and uh, everything else that's going along with that game, uh, 8.30 is your chance to uh, win, so keep on kissing for that. All right, um, talking about airplanes. And uh, if you fly on an airplane, um, things have uh, gotten a lot more complicated in a lot of different ways uh, uh, in the old days, they just kind of found you seats, I remember, and just you kind of sat in seats. I don't know. I, it it was sound... a lot classier.
1: Yeah. Air travel was about luxury and comfort. Yeah. And you had cigarettes and <laughs> filet mignon. Yeah. You had it all. <laughs> you had drinks and champagne, and you met people and legroom. Really? Yeah. It was a beautiful time. It was. And then nowadays, it's we're space cattle. Yes. (laughs) We're in a flying tube. And see how many they can stuff in there. Yes. When you want a water, here's a tiny cup. Deal with it. A couple of bathrooms in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Put your seatbelt on or else Air Marshal's going to tase you. (laughs) This is air travel. And nowadays, it's got people ordering. There was a story story coming out of uh, Australia about this guy who booked seats with his wife now they did the classic move yes in a row of three one person books the aisle the other person books the window right they leave the one in the middle and they're like well nobody's gonna book the one in between us nobody wants us in the middle the middle's the worst seat on earth right anyways this guy yeah. Get somebody in the middle to him and his wife. So,
0: yeah. what do you do? The classic. Well, do you mind swapping seats with me? Oh yeah. Oh dear. Oh my gosh. Well, we're oh. here. I'm here and she's there, and you're in the middle. Maybe we'll just. Uh, why don't you just sit on the uh, the, the the edge, right? Maybe as uh, a matter oh, wow. of principle, right? This fella, knowing that this is a thing,
1: yeah. says no. I don't want to. Right. And he's like. My wife isn't a good flyer. Yeah. I need to be next to her to comfort her. Yeah. She says, No, I'm not moving. This is my seat. Yeah, and he probably said, Well, if you want to be next to her, why don't you book the seat beside her? Exactly. Right. And there's that like there is that. Like it is yeah. assigned seating. Yeah. if you don't want to move, you don't want to move. Right. Right. Maybe you had a thing for his wife. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, big kerfuffle, got stewardesses angry. or air flight, flight attendants, I should say. Yeah. They got into it, but yeah. no, did not move. Right. And that's his right, I guess.
0: Yeah. It is his right, but yeah, you know, what What side of that do you kind of, uh, because yeah, they knew exactly what they're doing and we've all kind of done it and hoped for uh, the best and then if something like that happens, well, you know, technically they should, uh, if you're playing by the, the, the rule of law, technically they should have that middle seat and it's exactly what that person decided to do, call them on it, right? Sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you think?
1: <clears throat> if somebody wants my window seat, yeah, I might not give it up. Okay. Right. Like, if like, oh, my kid's never been on a flight. This is his first flight. And he would love to look out the window. Right. Tough luck. Should have booked a window seat. Right. I might not give it up. Right. But in that situation where you got a mid, you're a mid seater. Say you didn't book your seat. You just go and you take whatever they be assign between them. Right. Yeah. I think I I do the right thing because there's nothing like sitting between two people who hate your guts. Right. And you're uncomfortable. Yes.
0: A confrontation, and then you have a four or five hour or six hour flight. Right. And you're sitting beside that person. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What's your take? Have you ever experienced it? Yes, it is a f- uh, seat roulette on
2: an airplane. And you, you play that game. Some You're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing, good morning. Hi,
3: I'm just calling about the airplane story.
0: Yeah, okay. So again, if uh, you're just tuning in, the story of uh, the people did the classic. They booked the aisle, they booked the window, they left the seat in between. And then the person comes and says, oh, well, that's my seat. And they said well would you mind just uh you know moving into the the aisle so we can sit together and he said no what, what's your take on it
3: yeah well this happened to us about 18 years ago um uh, we were on a flight to holland from edmonton and the plane had double booked um so there were people sitting in our seats when we got on the plane and there was there's six of us together in a family and my sibling, i was the oldest at 18 years old and my siblings were a lot younger than me and we, we get on the plane, and, of course, there's two people sitting in two of the seats. Um, so, and there, two, there were two adults. So we had asked politely, you know, there were other seats in the back of the plane. Would they be willing to move? And they refused to move. So we had myself, um, my siblings, all of us were crying because we had to be separated. <laughs> and these two adults refused to move. So my mom and myself had to go to the back of the plane, sit in two separate seats, Well, my dad, you know, had to care for my young crying siblings. And I thought it was just the most awkward
0: interaction. You know, these adults
3: refused to move. You know, there's kids crying around them.
0: You keep using the word adults for them. I don't know if they were adults, because if they were adults, they would have naturally said, well, no, this makes sense for your family to all sit together, right? I booked these seats. These seats are important to me. (laughs) F. 8 is my seat.
1: I specifically asked not to be seated next to any babies. Yeah. You go to the back. Well,
3: exactly. So now instead of, like, you know, and that's like an 8-hour flight. This really awkward 8-hour flight where you have, like, a mom coming back and forth to care for her kids. Right. You know, or that are crying next to you, and you are still wanting to sit next to
0: them. The, fa- <laughs> the fact that it was 18 years ago and you still remember it. Yeah, the trauma. You still hold from this. <laughs>
3: I remember my poor siblings crying and we're just having to just do this because we needed to make it to Holland. Oh,
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for your story. Have a great day. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
0: In like a lion, out like a lamb. That's the proverb. And uh did some research on it, and it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. There's some, you know, there's some things that they say with the stars and the ask whatever the astrological calendar and things like that but the most of the people just say yeah if the weather starts out good in march it's probably not going to end good or vice versa so there you go and matt says this is good weather so good enough so uh, the end of march is not looking good if you believe in the proverb but here's some other ones some other phrases and their origin are you ready ready you've heard the one bite the bullet yeah. Yeah, uh, sometime between the 18th and 19th century, the expression originated from an outdated medical practices, especially for soldiers back in the day to distract pa- uh, patients before, of course, anesthesia. Doctors would have them bite down on a literal literal bullet. So there you go.
1: Figure that one was somewhere
0: in there. Yeah, hands down. Uh, That phrase, uh, dating back to the 19th century, the phrase refers to horse jockeys loosening their grip on the reins when their horse had a strong lead in the race. So once you were in the lead, you just put your hands down. All right. So that's why they say, hands down, this is the best deal or whatever, right? Crocodile tears. uh, The phrase originated from the belief that crocodiles cry, but the tears produced by crocodiles are not emotionally driven. I assume whoever verbally used that phrase first was a sassy individual. So they basically say it's crocodile tears. They, you know, they're not emotionally driven. They're just tears. Yeah, fake. Uh Uh-huh. Cat got your tongue? I like this one. An example of an expression being lost in time. But there are some theories. Uh, Apparently, it is believed to be related to ancient Egyptians cutting out tongues and feeding them to cats.
1: They love cats, those Egyptians.
0: Yeah, and so to feed them the finest, they would uh, cut people's tongues out and give them to their cats. Neat. Waking up waking up on the wrong side of the bed, something that, uh, you know... Chris all, does every day. We've all been known to do. A Roman superstition, positive forces await on the literal uh, right side of the bed. However, if you get out of the bed on the left side, that's some bad energy and karma there. So don't get out of your bed on the left side. I do, every day. That explains a lot. Sure. I would think. What about you? Do you have a, f- a favorite kind of, I guess, proverb or favorite saying in your world? We'd love to hear from you right now. What is that one you like?
1: Mine are pretty literal. Don't put your hand where you wouldn't put your bird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's, pro, that's more advice than a proverb.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Does know, the Pope poop in the woods? We always want to hear from you, because Matt's are not that
2: good. <laughs> yeah, somebody stop. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh In
0: like a lion out like a lamb, out like a lion, in like a lamb, uh that's the uh proverb that uh we're talking about on this march first, and we're uh asking what your favorite phrase is, and uh we're getting some great texts at seven eight zero four two one one oh three nine I used to work with a guy uh oh darn it, this thing jumped up on me here. I used to work with a guy who would always say, the more you know, the more you know, ridiculous thing to say, but it always made me laugh it's more. i mean it's true though the more you know, the more you know. It's hard to fly with the eagles when you work with turkeys. Yes, that is true. Oh, I remember the one that my dad had. Yeah? Is if you if you stay up with the boys, you better get up with the men. Yes, it's true. Yeah, exactly. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Words to live by. That sounds like a dad thing, right? Uh, what, what you think about, you bring about, says Todd. I got to think about that doing too much. What you think about, you bring about.
1: So if you if you think about positive things, positive things will
0: happen kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the proverb, blood is thicker than water. Uh, the original saying, this is off Google, says somebody. There you go. Somebody's doing a research for us. Blood is uh, uh, the covenant uh, for, th- is thicker than water of the womb. The important words of the original version are the ones dropped over centuries. Covenant and womb. Okay. The covenant is a serious official agreement and promise. So there you go. Very, very official. My absolute favorite saying from Poland, no matter which way you turn, your butt is always behind you, says Agnes.
1: I like when, like, because other <laughs> languages have these kinds of sayings and they don't translate directly to English. Right. That's, that's the funny stuff right yeah, there.
0: Yeah. All right. Your lack of planning is not an emergency on my part. Book your seats, and then you can sit together on the plane. Oh, that they're making reference to our other comments yeah. from before. I get it. Okay. It
1: all makes sense. My boyfriend always
2: says, I'm not just a hat rack. <laughs> You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, I got a real good feeling this is going to
0: be a fun edition of Quick Draw. We've got Darla and Dave. The double Ds are on the line. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Okay. You guys both know how the contest works. We're going to give you up to five questions. Sometimes we've got to do six or seven based on how it all goes. Uh, Matt's the judge. And again, the first one to get three is going to win tickets to George Canyon a week Friday. Cook County Saloon, March 10th. How does that sound? Uh, all right. Let's go. Something you order from Starbucks that starts with a letter C. Copy. 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 Darla got coffee. coffee. Darla got coffee. Don't have to overcomplicate things, Dave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> coffee latte! Two green, one sugar.
0: <laughs> All right. Question number two: A salsa ingredient that starts with a letter C. Cilantro.
1: Cilantro's in first. Dave's back in
0: the game. Okay. Cilantro leaves. All right. A powder that starts with a letter S. Salt? Uh, yeah, salt yeah. can be a powder. Yeah. Okay.
1: A powder. It could be Stop. a powder, Dave. Don't I, the, As the judge, you can grind salt into a fine powder. <laughs> <Stopping>. Dave, <laughs> we've come to a result. It's time to move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you still in it, Dave, all right? They, okay. Dave, you block him here. And, <laughs> no I'll, I'll kick him in the midsection when this is over for you. Don't worry. Okay, okay something you wear in the winter that starts with a letter M.
1: Mittens. Sorry, Dave. I don't, I don't want to give you the bad news. I don't know what's going to happen. But Darla just took it down. Sorry,
0: Dave. Dave, you were good. I. You know what, Dave? Any other day, any other day, but today when Darla, you can't. You can't play against Darla and Matt. I think they're in cahoots together. No, I'm
3: just really, a I judge. I really want to see George. <laughs> I was not <laughs>
0: Congratulations, Dave! Thanks for being a good sport. And Darla, you're going to see George. Yay! Thanks you so much. Way to go, Dave.
2: <laughs> by the fastest in the. You're listening to the Kiss Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. right? Speaking of the hockey game, tonight it will be
0: at least half Toronto Maple Leaf fans in the crowd because uh, a bunch of Oiler fans, and I get it, you know what? Tickets aren't cheap, so basically they sell these uh, games, like the Canadians and the Maple Leafs games, to these fans for, like, crazy prices and pay for half a year, right? I mean, that's the way it goes. But unfortunately, it's just gross to have so many people from the other team cheering against you.
1: I like to think Chris Sheets isn't a complainer. That's a compliment, Chris. You don't complain yeah. about a lot of stuff, but the yeah. one thing you hate more than anything yeah. is seeing other teams' jerseys in our barn.
0: I do. Yeah. You hate it. I take it personally. I do. But I understand. was like, well, i got to make money. Well, money isn't everything. Remember, people, keep your seats. Keep your seats. <laughs> keep your seats. Don't sell them to Maple Leaf fans, but you already have, so it doesn't matter. So here's the deal. Is it weird or what? And a lot of these Maple Leaf fans are from Eastern Canada, right? You know, they've they've come from Eastern Canada. Matt said the East Coast or wherever, you know, the the Leafs Leafs are the Canadians when they were growing up. So now they're cheering for the Leafs still. Is it weird or what, when you move to another city, to actually change your allegiance and actually start cheering for that team in that city? Okay, so follow me. Let's say tomorrow I move to Calgary. I can't. Pick
1: a different city because you'll it, never cheer for Calgary.
0: Okay. Say you, like, you go to Los Angeles. Sure. Okay. Do I become a Los Angeles Kings fan? Hmm. I think
1: it depends on the time in which you move. Yeah. If you're a younger person, say under 15, right. and you move. Right. I get it, right. right? You're young, impressionable. You right. pick a new team, right? right? All the all your friends. Well, cheer it's, it's a lot
0: more fun to be cheering for the hometown team because yeah. the radio people are talking about it. Everybody around you is talking about it and excited, and most of them are cheering for that hometown team. So it's kind of tough to to hold your ground, right, and say no. I'm I know I'm in Los Angeles, but or I know I'm in Edmonton. But I grew up a Toronto Bay Police fan, so I'm gonna cheer for them and I'm gonna cheer against the Oilers, right? But so, if
1: you're a grown person yeah. over the age of fifteen, yeah. you're a psychopath if you do this. If you change teams? If you are if you're a casual fan, but if you like truly are a fan of that team right. that you grew up in and you leave and you do you abandon them?
0: Right. What's wrong with like you? is there such a thing? Is there anybody from Saskatchewan who now lives here who now cheers for our football team over the riders? They literally have
1: snipers in Lloyd
0: Minster. And if they see a
1: Saskatchewanite with an Elks jersey on, that's it. Red dot in the forehead,
0: night-night, Tom Kite. (laughs) All right. Is there actually people out there that have changed their allegiance? We're we're talking to you. You moved here from another city, and you now cheer for the hometown team. 780-421-1039. Is it weird or what?
2: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What? What? That boy ain't right.
0: Well, there's an action tonight against the Leafs in uh, 45 minutes. Your chance to win tickets and 250 bucks to that game. There'll be a lot of Leaf fans at Rogers Place tonight. So the question is, is it weird or what when you move to a new city to change your allegiance and start cheering for that team? All right, the texts are rolling in at 780-421-1039. Years ago, our friends moved to California, there's still hardcore Oiler fans, and the way I see it, you can change the city you move to, but you don't ever change where you came from. That's a good point, don't, don't Yeah, like a country song said, you don't forget where you came from. My uncle and aunt and four cousins moved to uh, from Edmonton to Calgary quite a few years ago. They still cheer for the Oilers, but they have moved to the Stampeders, says Shauna. How? Like, how does that happen? I don't know. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, not uh, not a chance when you're a diehard Leafs fan. Nothing will change that. However, I've been in Edmonton for nine years, and I do enjoy watching Oilers games. It's not wrong to say I have two favorite teams now. So there you go. They probably cheer for the Oilers when they're not playing the Leafs.
1: I don't. I don't understand this two te- favorite teams thing. Yeah. Like I literally can't cheer for another team. Yeah. There's only one team in on my mind. Right. There's
2: only teams I'm like, okay, they're enjoyable to watch. Right. But it's not my team. Right. These people, I have like four teams. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
0: One of the Oilers yesterday, trade deadline is not until Friday, but uh, they had a big day yesterday. And it uh, was a big day at our house. We just get so excited around trades. You know, I've just been watching and watching and watching. I'm like, why do I care so much? Yeah.
1: Because you're invested, man. That's, you're a true fan. You watch yeah. every game. You watch every minute. Every it minute. changed the complexion of this team. Yeah. Which could be in the hunt yeah. for a cup. All right. There you go.
0: Speaking of that.
2: Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right.
0: Want to go to the Oiler Leaf game tonight? You can, and we'll tell you more information coming up in moments. But anyway, 8.30 this morning is when we'll give you that chance. With the Leafs in town, there's going to be a ton of Toronto Maple Leaf fans in the stands. question is, is it weird or what, after you move to another city to start cheering for that team's... Well, that team's sports teams, I guess. You know in that city and, and maybe uh, stop cheering for the ones that you had in the past Heather
3: good morning guys hey boy did you hit home with this one yeah <laughs> I'm a Canucks fan I grew up in Vancouver my whole life it's been Canucks but let's face it they're a disappointment <laughs> I've, I've been here I've been here 25 years now and I I can't help but cheer for the Oilers they're fun to watch when it's Oilers Canucks there's a huge fight in my house okay <laughs> My husband is a diehard Canucks fan. And I'm like, yeah, but they, they're they never getting there. Ever. <laughs> ever.
0: Ever. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Not going to
3: happen. Yeah, we they tried, they failed, we, we're done.
0: We've had our dark days, but we've had more good days, too. So, yeah. That's...
3: Right? I mean, at least there's hope.
0: You got scored on by a goalie.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, my God. My husband just about cried. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. How are you? Good.
0: How are you doing?
3: Good, you're talking about hockey teams and their fans? Yeah. Okay, so I lived in Winnipeg all my life, and when the Jets left, I became an Oilers fan. Then I moved to Alberta in 2009, and Winnipeg Jets came back, and I'm now a Winnipeg Jets fan again.
1: Okay. I get that. Like, this is yeah. the, the rare situation when the team ups and leaves. Yeah. Like, you got to find a new allegiance. You don't want to be the exactly. Atlanta Thrashers
0: fan. <laughs>
3: Hi, good morning.
0: Yes, good morning.
3: this Matt here. Uh, I think if you're 15 or younger, you don't have an allegiance to any team, then, yeah, you can just go with the flow whatever city you're in. But uh, I was uh, born in Saskatchewan, so that was a great example. Uh, I still bleed or green, even though I have lived in Alberta since the early 80s.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And and nothing's going to change that. Yeah, but if
3: you uh, like, if you don't already have a team, then by all means, just choose the hometown that you're in and uh, give her. Drives me
0: crazy to see young kids with like leaf jerseys on or Canadian jerseys on, and they're like, "Well, (laughs) you know," but I guess you know parents are influential. (laughs) (laughs) They they have mums and dads, you know. I I know they do, but maybe maybe I should adopt them all.
3: (laughs) <laughs> kids, Chris, well, Chris. Who do they cheer for? Well, you
0: well <laughs> my daughter works for the Oilers, so she has to cheer for them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about influence?
1: Your daughter works for the friggin' team.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Speaking of trades and trade deadline, we're just talking about it uh, again.
0: All of a sudden, you just find out you got to move, right? In the uh, in the NHL or any other sport for that matter, but. Our question this morning is, would you rather be somebody that stays in one place for the rest of your life or somebody that moves around a whole bunch? Okay. Christy says, I would rather stay in one place and go on vacation. That's a good point. We're hearing from both
1: sides of the military, Brad. Yeah. Right? The ones that love it, ones that don't. I think you got to move around. Yeah. There's so much to see and do in this beautiful country, this wonderful world. Right. That if you have the chance to move around... Yeah. Like... You- one thing you hear from people that travel because they don't shut up about it is right. oh the world's so amazing. Right. <laughs> go and see things. Go and experience things. It's hard right. if you have kids. Like yeah. pulling kids away from friends where they gotta make new friends and that's stuff like tough. that.
0: That's the hard part. That's that's my that's the elephant in the room is like what about friends, right? It's tough once you meet a whole bunch of people.
1: If you're guaranteed that your kids will have friends wherever you go, yeah, you gotta do it. Right. Like staying one place doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay. What's okay. Chris doing? Planned his roots back in Thorsby? I'm staying in one place, yeah. No, no, no. I. Yeah. Heck. You moved 100 feet, and you hated it. <laughs> Chris it was, just built a new house. It was an adjustment. And he came in every day. Oh, we're going to move. <laughs> like, I like, literally
0: see your other house. you hit a rock <laughs> from one house to the other. I like. Yeah, I like to stay in one place. 780-421-1039. You can always call or text us. Chris,
2: Jack, and Matt. You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
0: As uh, trade week continues in the NHL, uh, orders made a big trade yesterday, and Tyson Berry and yes, uh, Pooley-Arvey both found out uh, they had new addresses yesterday, just like that. And so, our question this morning is: Would you rather be somebody that lives in the same place for the rest of your life, or moves around a whole bunch? Move. I was a military brat. Best life ever. Had the opportunity to live in Holland for three years, got to climb the Eiffel Tower, ski the Alps, and travel many countries in Europe. I still have a gypsy soul and enjoy change. Then on the other hand, I'd rather be rooted. I was a military kid. Moving was normal. My husband and I moved a ton as kids. Didn't get a chance to develop these strong bonds with friends. We both decided we're not doing that to our kids. Now both university and still have strong friendships with a group from elementary school. Amazing group of kids, now young adults, says Denise. So there you go.
1: I've moved a couple of times out of province by myself when I was younger. Right. And it was a great experience. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Other than Kelowna sucked. Yeah.
0: Which is the strangest thing. Nobody ever says that.
1: I'm the only person on earth that thinks Kelowna sucked. (laughs) That stupid road, like it runs through... Every town is always the busiest. Yeah. My apartment was one million degrees. (laughs) My girlfriend had one foot out the door the entire time. Probably because you were so miserable. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) All right.
0: I've been in the same place now for 22 years, uh, maybe 23. I'm 53 years old, probably die in this place. I do not like moving. If you could, like, moving is the worst. Well, moving is bad. Yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, But... All right. I'm moving to Calgary end of the month. Been in Edmonton for 10 years and just woke up uh, one morning and said, it's time for a change. I'm single male who just turned 25. I've got a lot more freedom than we do. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. It's not that like we just decided to move to Calgary one day. Why would you want to move to Calgary? Anyway? Yeah. Very
2: good point. Thanks. You're listening to the kiss and country, Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Trade deadline week. And, uh, you know, people like myself
0: and matter keeping our eye on all the social media and, uh, It's a challenge because uh, there's a whole bunch of fake accounts on Twitter. Yeah, go figure. And not everything on the internet's real. I know I'm just blowing your mind with this. What? Yeah, but all of a sudden you'll see like blank, 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 blank trade is happening and, you, and it looks like it's like the legitimate person. Because now that you, you can pay for verification, right. so you see that check and mark, you're like, well, this and guy's it's legit. not the legitimate person. And you're like, oh my gosh, just about had a heart attack there or whatever, right? I got way too excited. So our question this morning is, I know this is kind of a loaded question, but What have you fallen for on the internet? Um, What is, uh, you know. Let me tell
1: you about my political views, Chris.
0: No, let's not talk about that. (laughs) That's that's the thing we're not talking about. But we are going to talk about other things that are, you know. Have you bought something on the internet or got sucked into something on the internet? My $100 hat. Your $100 hat. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I saw one at a like a gas station. The hat that I wanted, for yeah. ten bucks. Yeah, I spent a hundred dollars on a hat because I thought it would be the hat. The internet said no, it would be cheap. It was thirty bucks, but the shipping was eighty.
0: <sighs> All right, well, that's a hundred and ten dollar hat. Then, according to my math, hundred. Oh, I, sorry, seventy. Okay. <laughs> Are you willing to tell us your story, or does
2: it still hurt too much? 780-421-1039. You can call or text us this morning. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, something more. There is
0: Sugarland. Great tune. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 850. We're talking about how you ever got tucking or whatever, tricked or scammed on uh, in the Internet. This text takes the cake. My brother-in-law got into a foreign currency trading scam through a lady off the dating website. He thought this was legitimate investment method and sunk about a hundred grand into it before he found out none of the funds could be withdrawn. Ouch. Yeah.
1: And that person falls up when a stranger from the internet wants to involve you in a great investment.
0: Yeah. It's always a scam. It's always a scam. There you go. Uh, I, I, Get conned all the time by buying random crap off Facebook, Amazon, and then it's usually junk. It looked good in the advertisements. Yes, there's a lot of that going on, right? I swear that
1: Twitter is 95% of trade rumors. Yeah. And, like, people just falling for them.
0: Yeah, it's true. All right. And they were advertising a pruning chainsaw. Looks like a tiny held a handheld chainsaw that we thought was super cool. So we bought it. It showed up, and it was... A legit a chain from a chainsaw with two handles on either end. My husband was still excited, but I was disappointed, says Brie.
1: <laughs> I'm always nervous. What do they call those ads where they pop up and they're like a forced ad? Right. Where you see it and like, oh, it's been something you've been searching?
0: Right. You like look at it like, oh, this will be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then it never is. What do they call the little things like... Now that the, the little groceries and the little, all the, the little kid stuff, like it's like the minis or whatever. The mini brands? Yeah, the mini brands. But, the, but that'll happen too, where, like I say, you'll, you'll think it's like a full size sure. vehicle. You're
1: like, like, oh, I got a king bed, <laughs> but it's actually like a king bed for a
0: dollhouse. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go?
1: You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J A C K on Twitter.
0: What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter.